Good afternoon and happy Tuesday and welcome back to your Hollywood fix, we can call it, your matinee for everything pop culture. I, I had to throw that in there because I know we discussed matinees last week. Uh, but welcome back to TLR. As always, yes. uh, I'm uh, Joey Carney and with me, the amazing diva incarnate Issa. Uh, probably my favorite co-host I've ever had. Um, I got to give her that title because she's just the best. Uh, but Isa, how's everything going? How's Roman? Thank you. <laughs> you know, he already, he always got to make an appearance. <laughs> Gotta love Roman. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of headlines today um, about stuff that we like to talk about. I mean, there's Bad Bunnies back in the headlines. We have Kylie Jenner back in the headlines. Kendall Jenner back in the headlines. Uh, but something Everybody. new, Amanda Bynes, uh, just taking off in the streets, you know? Naked. Naked, yeah. Uh, so I figured naked. Today she was we, naked we on the with... streets, yep. <laughs> um, can you hear me okay? I think it's lagging a little bit. If she's there. I think she might be frozen. But we'll wait for, uh, while we wait for Easton, oh, here she is. We're bringing her back in. Uh, the spirits of the storm outside uh, are taking over my internet power. <laughs> uh, so I, I know we always, we always somehow bring up the weather. How's the weather by you? How's everything over there? It was, we had a sunny day. Me and Roman went for a walk. We went to the dog park, but now the sun is like raining hard and I feel like it's affecting all of my technology. <laughs> I remember that so well from my time in Florida. Yeah, like it'll change and then, and then it'll stop raining and it'll be like it didn't even happen. Yep. Yep. Uh, over here, um, I just came inside from sitting out in the sun for like 15 minutes. I know you can't see because I'm almost the same color as my background, but uh, it's 60 degrees out over here and it's blue skies and sunny. So I am taking advantage of this because uh, it's allergy it's season. It's allergy season. <laughs> The first official full day of spring, because I think yesterday was the first day of spring. Uh, so today's yeah. a full, full day. And uh, yeah, it's treating me well so far. 60 degrees, like I said, sitting outside. But there are uh, so many things we could talk about today. Uh, the first one yeah. I wanted to discuss, uh, the weekend. Uh, we were looking for topics for the show, and I just came across this one about the weekend. Um, okay. He just set a Guinness World Record as the world's most popular artist. Um, the article goes on to say that uh, the weekend is officially the GOAT, or at least according to the folks at the Guinness World Records. Um, he's officially the most popular artist in the world. Um, he broke two records on Spotify, uh, one for the most uh, monthly listeners in Spotify history, and then for hitting like a one, 111 million mark something like that and for the other one being the first artist to breach uh 100 million monthly listeners uh oh wow breaking all these records on spotify um so apparently he's got the he's the best artist or the most popular artist of all time you listen to the weekend i do i i I have some of his music on my playlist it's not my go-to but there's a few songs that i enjoy 
yeah. my, my main thing with this is crazy how far we've come with technology and how we measure these numbers now. Because I remember back in yeah. the day, selling a million CDs was a big deal. Now, now these numbers are like in the billions and hundreds of millions. Like, it's yeah. crazy to me. You know what's crazy? Fun fact that I just saw the other day. And I think I might have said it before on the show. Um, vinyl records have out have now outsell, outsold CDs. Isn't that crazy? I know, because it's cool. Because it's a cool vintage piece to have in your apartment. That's yeah. the only no, reason I, why. I, I I mean I collect records. I have I I love I love vinyl. But I've been doing yeah. it since before. I've been doing it since like 2013, 2014. So before oh, before, before it got trendy and everybody started doing yeah. it. <laughs> it's funny because yep. there's so many people I know that would like not make fun of me, but be like, but like they were like, why are you buying records? Like, that's so weird. And you're so old. Oh, Grandpa Joe. Those same <laughs> people are now collecting records. So coming to you to ask you for advice because you're the expert. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah, yeah. it's pretty funny. Do you have Do you changes. have any the weekend vinyls? I do. I have. Oh, um, I think. I think I have like I have a lot of old stuff, but I also have a lot of newer stuff as well. Um, okay. So I have like obviously the Beatles, Frank Sinatra, things for things like that, uh, and then I go into my rock section, and I have uh, Nirvana. Uh, oh. Yeah, there's a there's a lot. <laughs> A lot of '90s music, '80s and '90s music. Um, '90s was '90s was uh, th- some yeah. of the best music, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I have a what's the what's the Britney Spears album? Um, I forgot the name of the album, but it's like the one with all the gold on the cover. It's like her standing in like the, the gold. Is it? Is, is that when she had the dark hair? I think so. It's not the is first blackout. It's not the one where she's like sitting on her knees. The first one. It's the next one where it's it's like purple and she's like in purple or something. Gold. The whole album is like gold or brown. I don't know. I don't remember what the. But the second one was "Slave for You," if I'm not mistaken. So I don't. It's got the song. I know it's got the song "Lucky" on it. Her song "Lucky" is on that album. I don't know the name. Also, the the original one. So you must have a remix, like a remix of it or something. I have. I'll have to find it and show and show you on. Yeah, because the the original album has Lucky on it. Got it. Yeah, I have. I have a. I have a Britney album on vinyl, uh, that I got. I don't oh no! That's it. oops! I did it again. That's oops! I did it again. Got it. Yeah, I, I don't know the name of. It. I I couldn't tell you, but uh, <laughs> no, I only bought it because it was like a limited, uh, like gold edition. So I have like a. Like an original limited edition Britney Spears album. I don't like I told you, nineties music, two thousands, that's our thing. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, good for the weekend though. Fast. It's just I just I just don't think that he's gonna get I think that that record is going to be broken like next week and next week. Like sometimes I'll see like, oh, this artist was the most streamed this week and they have like a crazy amount of streams. And then the next week it's like a whole different artist. And I wish, um, I really like Apple music. I am more of an, I don't use Spotify. I'm an Apple music person. Sometimes I really do think we could see the stats from Apple music because all we ever see is Spotify. And I know Apple music has a big user base. I would love to see their stats as well. Yeah, everyone's always raving about Spotify. Spotify is the one that has all of like the. They're always in in the articles for the 
you know, showing the records, the top artist this, the top, you know, song that. I have never listened to Spotify. Same. Same. Did you know that? Uh, did you know that it tastes like? I believe uh, an artist has to get like 250 streams to make like a dollar. Where with Apple Music, it's only 50 streams to make a dollar. Wow. So you make more money if, if from Apple, mm -hmm. yeah, than they do from Spotify. And a lot of people don't know that people, are, it, which is crazy because I feel like Spotify. I don't know. I don't know how many users Apple Music has. Now you got me. I'm going down a rabbit hole later, but. Um, <laughs> Spotify would is the way that it sees it is more popular, which I find that so weird. Yeah. I feel like Android people use Spotify. I don't know. It's just that's so popular. funny that you said that because I was just <laughs> about to tell you a story. Like two weeks ago, I had a friend. We were talking about Apple and Spotify, and they referenced Apple as the Android of the streaming subscriptions, as like. If you listen to Apple Music, it's like you're texting with green green bubbles in the group chat. Like you're well, the Android. Yeah, And well, like, the Apple Music yeah. used to be it used to be Dr. Dre's streaming service, yeah. and that's the reason why yeah. they bought Beats by Dre. It was never because of the freaking headsets. It was just to steal their streaming service, which I thought was genius. But I feel like it yeah. ended an era because those headsets have never been as popular as they were when they stood alone. And obviously, because yeah. if I go to the Apple store, when I bought my MacBook, they gave me a free pair of Beats wireless. Good ones, too. They're great for the oh, gym. Wow. But I... I'm getting AirPods. You know what I mean? Like it, it was, it was all, it was all a scheme. I wish they would have just bought the the streaming service and and kept the headphones separate because I feel like that was a whole era of everybody having the wireless Beats headphones. You know, it also said here that uh, "Blinding Lights" by The Weeknd is from his, from 2020 is the biggest song ever, and I'm thinking about like they say it's the biggest song ever, but how do they? calculate like all the other things that weren't on that were before spotify i don't know because oh. like bad bunny's one the most dream artist on spotify for three years in a row now globally the yeah. person that gets the most listens uh but sometimes they talk about individual records and i never like really hear his name and i'm like how is he the most dream but like you know what i mean um according yeah. to google spotify has 205 million Uh, premium users, they have 489, but they have a free service, remember? So yeah. paying customers is 205 as of 2023. I can only find uh, 88 million for Apple Music in 2022. So oh, wow. I, I just don't understand why there's not more because you can do the family bundle and it comes with like your Apple Fitness. Like if you're an Apple yeah, person, it all, it all comes in there. Apple TV, Apple Fitness, Apple Music. Like I get it all, pay one fee. And I don't have to worry about it. I think Apple Music is great. Under, completely underrated. I, I think I'm on a family plan, family plan with my parents as well. We we yeah. all have like our own thing on Apple Music, and I think it's like $14 a month, which is for multiple people to use. I mean, yeah, you get five people. On. Yeah, mm -hmm. crazy. But uh, and it's yeah, I have my nephews. I have everybody. I, I have everybody. But yeah, Apple Music is better than... Congratulations to The Weeknd, but when he becomes Apple Music's biggest artist, then I'll, I'll acknowledge him. That will, that's when we'll acknowledge him as the one, you know? like <laughs> Right, right. Right now, he's not the one. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned but that like funny. Ricky said on the chat, man, WWE loves The Weeknd. <laughs> <laughs> They do. You know what's funny? Yeah. It, went from, it went from Flo Rida having all of the WrestleMania... Oh my God, you're right. You're right. 
straight to the weekend. And yep. I like they just replaced Flowrider. Like I feel like he's the Scott Disick of the family. Like he was the prize possession, and they just threw him to the curb. And they're like, all right, it's the weekend's turn. <laughs> right. I I can't wait for <clears throat> WrestleMania to be done because then we're gonna be hearing just nothing but Bad Bunny ten second clips on the show for backlash because I would assume he's gonna have the official sum. So I'm excited yep. to see which one they pick. I hope they don't pick Booker T because he already performed that like two years yeah, ago. So that. I hope they go with a different yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. But uh speaking of Bad Bunny, he he's in the uh he's in the, the headlines again. Oh um, the before we jump into that, let me ask you a question. Do you think he's going to wrestle at, at Backlash? Uh, I, I'm hoping that he does. I'm hoping that he does. I think he's been kind of busy for training, though. And I remember the last time before he got in the ring, he was very adamant about wanting to train because he wanted to look good. So yeah. um, to me, it seems like he's got Coachella. He's headlining Coachella. That's coming up. So he has yeah. a lot going on. But he's been kind of quiet. We've seen him pop up with Kendall here and there, but we haven't really seen what he's been up to. I have noticed that he's in the States a lot, and I do remember him moving to the States when he was, like, training to wrestle. So we'll see what happens. The tickets went on sale. The pre-sale was yesterday. They're on sale for the general public today, and a lot of his fans are grabbing tickets. I've never watched wrestling a day in their life. They're just buying it because they want to see him. I saw this... Uh... I saw this funny meme the other day that it was a it was a wrestling meme and it said how WWE switched WrestleMania backlash to backlash. They took away the WrestleMania yeah. part and now it, they're calling it BBB and I'm like, what the hell is BBB? And they're like, it's Bad Bunny backlash. <laughs> I know, you know. I was thinking, I'm not a big person with like the posters, but I was like, yeah. man, that poster says backlash has Bad Bunny. It says San Juan Puerto Rico. I think that might be one that I buy and frame and put somewhere yeah. in the background. <laughs> it, it's crazy to see like an artist like Bad Bunny on yeah. like a wrestling. I don't know. It's crazy. Like Logan Paul at wrestling. But they know what they're doing. They're advertising for Puerto yeah. Rico there because Logan has been on plenty of pay-per-views and they never really put it. Oh, I think he was in the in the poster for the one he main evented with Roman. Yeah, so, it was just yeah. him and Roman on the poster. Right, yeah. right. That's crazy. It, it's still just crazy to see these big superstars who are not wrestlers like in the world of, of professional that We need it's, that. I know a lot of people want to talk about like celebrities doing this and that, but that mainstream appeal really really is gonna it's what's gonna make wrestling cool again like people have to realize like wrestling yeah wwe is a harder product than AEW, but no there's no new viewers coming to watch wrestling we need people like logan paul people like bad bunny to make it cool so that new people start watching it otherwise it's just gonna be all of us (laughs) the same group of people watching it all the time (laughs) yep yep but uh this headline with bad bunny um Yeah, Bad Bunny's ex-girlfriend sues him over unauthorized use of her voice on Bad Bunny Baby tagline. What's going on here? You, you are so yeah. This is this is... You are the BBC. You're the Bad Bunny corner. So this is the girl that he dated back when he worked at the grocery store here. And that wasn't too long ago. I'm talking like 2016. Yeah. He was bagging groceries here in Puerto Rico. He dated her. And she, if you go back to all Bad Bunny tracks, you'll hear her at the beginning of pretty much every song. Bad Bunny, baby. So she, I guess she used to, they used to consult together, this and that. Yeah. But I was very surprised. And I will say that when the new album came out, one song, 
which is called 2016, funny enough, has the voice. And I was like, did he, I remember thinking, did he find somebody else? Did he use her voice again? Um, allegedly he used her voice and what she's saying, she went on to become a lawyer. So this grocery store is making stars. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go get a job there. Like, but. So she graduated from law school and what she's claiming is that the day before the album dropped, the Babonic people sent her a contract with for $20,000 to use this. She sent this on a voice note on her iPhone like years ago, right? And she said she never signed it. She didn't go through it. And then they just released the album with the with the voice note in it. So I, I somebody screwed up, right? Somebody yeah. screwed up here, I will say that. But she's asking for forty million and I wonder if maybe some of the like maybe the legal team can pull up some of the clauses that were used for the other songs that she used before that yeah. maybe gave future because if it's using the same voice note and she already gave permission on prior songs you know yeah. what I mean? So I'm very, I mean, I, I, I haven't gone through the entire document. Like they released it here on the news, like recently, yeah. but I, um, I can, I, she, we used this. We've heard this voice on plenty of songs. So I'm hoping that at some point they sign something that neither one of them realized that allow, allow him to just use it. Otherwise he's in trouble because he did that. The, the, it's there. Normally I think it's, uh, it's a one-time use fee. So say if like he like paid her or she authorized it one time, he paid her or not, regardless, um, he's allowed to use that. He's, she's giving permission. Yeah, I just, I just don't know. I, I know. Right. I know that we've heard it a lot. In, in the yeah. lawsuit, she only mentions the two songs. And one of them is the one that came out in the latest album. So I'm assuming Obviously, that. After- that was more popular. Right. I'm assuming that maybe after the breakup, she was like, okay, I don't want to work with you anymore. I don't know. This is like a 0.2 seconds, like sound note too. So it's like, can you really copyright claim? You know how it is. Like there's so many laws that goes into this, but uh, yeah, I mean, the lawsuit is there. We'll see where it goes. I have a feeling she's just trying to get more than 20K. Uh, I don't know where it's going to go, but I guarantee you it gets settled outside of court. He'll take care of her. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you go. I don't know how she goes from 20 k to forty million. That's just like a huge drop off. It makes no sense, especially for. I mean, because right now she's a lawyer. She has a legal team. Yeah, but you're probably looking at how many streams this song has on Spotify. Yeah. How many? How much money he's made out of this month? Out of this song? So that's probably what they're looking at. Yep. No, I, I get it. It's. Oh, the tea, the drama, all of the, all of that stuff is just. Listen, he starts dating a Kardashian, and now, he, now the bad luck comes. You know. Yep. Speaking of uh, <laughs> Kardashian, the one that he's been. Wait, wait, wait! wait before you talk about the Kardashians, did you see? Yeah. He came out with a new song. It's like a collab song with another rapper. It's in Spanish, right? But he throws at this a Kendall's ex-boyfriend in this song. I re- I didn't hear the song, but I read uh, a tagline yeah. that yeah, that the song in Puerto Rico Phoenix. is hotter than the song in Phoenix. Yeah, and then he oh, went on man. and commented on some post. So my buddy's beefing with everybody right now. I know. <laughs> well, listen, everybody's everybody's coming for him because he's you know he's the top of the music world. Well, actually, no, the weekend. No I'm kidding, but the top of the yeah, music right. world. <laughs> the top of the music world outside of Spotify. Uh, He's on. He's wrestling. He's he's just doing all this stuff. Everyone's coming for him. 
Listen, I can attest. I've been to Phoenix. I think the sun is with a Kardashian. He's with a Kardashian. She said, yeah. I, I read that it's not serious, which is what I suspected. They just enjoy each other's companies. Apparently, that's what she told yeah. a source. So, Kendall Jenner, uh, the, the, sto the, the story here, the headline, um, she's being called like a bully in a mean girl um, because there was a clip of uh of her belittling kylie i guess her sister kylie jenner in front of friends that came from the show something that happened before it came back up it was from october okay. um and she candidly opened up about upsetting public perception of her being a mean girl blah 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 blah, blah. meanwhile i don't know if she's a has she been a part of the uh the selena gomez hayley bieber stuff because i know she's friends with hayley bieber And Kylie kind of got involved with that as well. Has she done anything I, about All that? I heard, all I, like the back and forth that I heard about this drama has always involved Kylie. I barely heard Kendall's name being involved in this. Really? Yeah, I think Kendall, I, yeah. I think she's messy. Don't get me wrong, but I think she does a good yeah. job of staying off the spotlight in a negative way. Like the biggest drama that I remember with Kendall was the Pepsi commercial, <laughs> which is the complete opposite yeah. of all of her sisters. <laughs> I think they're just looking for stuff to, to kind of get her for something. I mean, it's – I we've talked about it before. Kendall is one of our favorites out of the whole family. Yeah, she is. But she's been messy. She's been messy. I would assume that yeah. these girls all bully each other, even just based yeah. on what we see on the show, the way that they talk to yeah. each other sometimes. I'm like – You guys are sisters, so I'm not yeah. surprised if there was a clip of her talking to her sister like that. I think they all talk to each other like that, and I also think they all love each other, but I really do think they all... Like, there's a lot of egos in the same household. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know what it is, too? Because she's now, like, because of the whole thing with Bad Bunny, she's been in the headlines a little more, and I feel like once yeah. you, like, you hit that trigger point where you're in the headlines... They, they just start coming out of the woodwork looking for everything they can get you on. And this is one of those things. It's and she just so many months the, ago. Yeah, and she just yeah. raised the cover of Vogue. I don't know which Vogue it was, but I saw the pictures, yeah. which are stunning. But that would also get you some extra attention as well. Yeah. I don't know. She's uh, – I always say, like, do you, you know, whatever. But mm -hmm. it is what it is. I saw this uh, this crazy fact about we're talking about Kardashians here about Kim Kardashian, how she makes oh. how she makes like two hundred and something something million or something like that, and they broke it down as to how much she makes monthly, weekly, uh, daily, and then an hourly rate because they were comparing it to somebody who makes. Like the average American salary, I think, is $30,000 a year. So they were comparing right. it, her salary to the $30,000. Basically, how long it takes, it takes one American to make $30,000 a year. How long does it take uh, Kim Kardashian to do that? So she Five roughly minutes. makes, pretty much, she roughly yeah. makes 90, almost 10 grand an hour. She makes like $98,000, $9,900 per hour. Which means three, three or four hours she makes the average American salary. Yeah. At that point, I wanted to just throw my phone out the window and just give up on life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yeah. 
another sorry I, I i was yeah no it's crazy i was just saying it's crazy yeah she's uh listen good for them they're killing it they're doing their thing but on the flip side of that um i also find a TikTok regarding that to the finance side because once one comes up they all start popping up uh i saw one about uh taylor swift because taylor swift obviously just started her new uh eras tour which, by the way, is a three, almost three and a half hour show. Yeah, I heard. That, that to me is insane. Like, I've been to one hour concerts. I've been to two hour concerts. Three and a half? Damn. No. You better bring some <laughs> comfortable sheets. But, um, <laughs> so her, her tour sold out in roughly, like, under a minute or so. Like, two minutes yeah. or something like that. To get uh, Masters so screwed out all big time. Oh, seriously. They were saying that the average price for the ticket, for a ticket, was like roughly $500. So because the cons, the, the, the tour sold out, she, it, she sold $1.35 billion mm-hmm. for that tour. So after the taxes and all that stuff, her cut, I think she gets like $500 million. Yeah. Yeah. What are we doing? Bad Bunny just made, Bad Bunny just made, I think, I, uh, how much was it? I saw this breakdown too of the tour that he just, the stadium tour that he just did. And I think he ended yeah. up bringing home like, I think it was like 400 million, which they were trying, like they broke it down in the exact way that you're breaking it down, which was like, okay, every night he got on stage, he pretty much made like 15 million. And I was like, Jesus, to come out there, sing for a couple of hours. Like that's insane to me. Like, these tours, if you have the fan base, that's what they that, that's what they need. And Taylor Swift, I feel like she hasn't done one in a while. Um yeah. it's crazy. I remember when Taylor Swift came out. I'm not a big Taylor Swift fan, like she doesn't really do it yeah. for me, but to me it just feels like she just came out. And now I'm looking at her like tracks and all her albums and all that. And I was like, holy crap, she's been here a minute. Like even Taylor Swift is getting older. We're all just getting old, basically. Oh my god, <laughs> it's 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 messing with me. I remember when yeah. she first started, she was like singing with her guitar on Disney Channel. Yeah, like, love song. I loved it. It was so years, cute. years old, and she's 35 now. 36, Wait, she's 35? Like no, she's not. Hold on. She's like 35. I think she's like 35 or 36, something like no that. No way. Is she really? Yeah. How old is this? Now you got me Googling. She's 33. Okay. 33. 33. Okay, close enough. 33. Yeah, that's still crazy because, yeah. like you said, I think I remember her being 16 in her little guitar with the long curly hair. Yeah. <laughs> she, was like, yep. she was like a little country star on Disney. And I think uh, I think her, her dad was a producer. That's that's how she got her start, I think. Yeah. Something like, something like that. But, uh, it's no, crazy. I'm not, I'm not crazy. But this new tour that she's doing, like, this is like – we were talking about the power of social media before when we we're, when we were discussing the weekend, like how everything's changed. Yeah. People, like, these artists are doing stadium tours. Like that is, yeah. that's bonkers. Bonkers to me. But when he just did one, well, not globally, but like he went to South America. He went to a bunch of countries in South America and it was like crazy. He sold out that stadium in Mexico that sits like a hundred thousand yeah. people. He sold it out two nights in a row. Like it's nothing. And you're like, yeah. 
Wow. Like, to me, that's mind-blowing just because, like, obviously, he's yeah. from here. We're a small island. And just to see the reach that he has right now. And every night, you see him go out there, and he does all of these things where he's, like, talking about Puerto Rico and all of his concerts and where yeah. he's from. And to me, I just feel so proud to know that somebody's out there, like, just putting the good word about how Puerto Rico is awesome, you know? But to me, oh, crap. To me, that's crazy to see, like, these artists, like, sell and sing yeah. to so many people in so many countries. Like, it's insane. And it's like stadium tours are now the new norm for for, yeah. for this type of thing. Because and, arenas and are small. They, they just have yeah. to be smart about when they do it or they yeah. have to release music very back to back, which is what I feel like Bad Bunny did that because he released like yeah. two, three albums back to back and that's why he was able to get away with like three, I think he did like two normal arena tours and then he did the stadium yeah. tour, like it's been insane how many concerts he's made and then, well, again you want to take um, a couple of months off and people are complaining about it, and I'm like, have you seen all that this guy has done? <laughs> like, give me a break yeah. but yeah, it's, it's insane that they're selling out the stadiums but I feel like for the same amount of artists that we're discussing that are selling out stadiums, there are concerts getting canceled and people not buying tickets. So I feel like the artists have to be very smart, know what reach they got, know what cities they're going to, because I have also seen a couple of people have to cancel shows or this or that because they don't have their, they're overshooting their shot. You know what I mean? Of course. And we see the same thing. I mean, it's it's happening with other sports too, but specifically wrestling and WWE. Like, I was watching uh, WrestleMania 20 the other day because it was like yeah. uh, it was like the like the twentieth, the nineteenth or anniversary of that show. So I was like, oh, I was watching it, and I was looking at the at, at the the stadium. They were in Madison Square Garden, and WrestleMania. Like we know WrestleMania, like the Super Bowl of professional wrestling and wrestlemania 20 at the time was this mega show like they sold out and i don't know if they sold out but like this huge madison square garden show i'm looking at the stage set up and i'm thinking to myself we're going on wrestlemania 39 there's no way you'll see a wrestlemania in an arena ever again no no and that was the normal back in the day that to me that then that was the big big show the biggest show of the year wrestlemania yeah now it's not even just wrestlemania i just went to they're selling out stadiums for all their big events you know what i mean like it's crazy royal rumble was at the alamo dome last year it was inside that big place in st louis we have the the allegiance for SummerSlam in 2021 which we were still in the middle of the pandemic but they still managed to pull quite a few people in there the tennessee one that was in a stadium like it's not just wrestlemania anymore for stadiums yeah and they're going to be doing it in London as well. I mean, these they're, they're WWE is doing a stadium tour. <laughs> I they originally they originally wanted a stadium here, but these are unconfirmed rumors that I heard. It's just that our stadium is ass, it's old, and the, and the building that they ended up going to is a normal arena since eighteen thousand, about five hundred, but it's newer. It's nice. The stadium here yeah. needs so much TLC that I was like, there is no way. I think it will sell. One thousand percent, it was so especially oh, with the announcement of Bad Bunny. But the is is so bad. It's not. It's not uh, aesthetically pleasing. Like it's it's not a cute stadium. So I'm like, no, just go, just go to that. We, you know, we built this arena. It's nice. It's a few years old. Let's go to that one, okay? <laughs> it, it's it's crazy. Like 
WrestleMania 20 in Madison Square Garden, WrestleMania 29 in MetLife Stadium. You know, like Oh my god, I love that set. It was so New York. That was my, that was one of my favorite ones of ever. Yeah, that's one of my favorite sets. That one in 33, the roller coaster. Oh, that thing yes. was red. Orlando. Yeah. Beautiful. I can't wait to see. Yeah, what I like 29 because it was so New York. Yeah, but yeah, with the, Hollywood, such liberty over yeah. the ring. Yeah, with Hollywood, they could really go all out. But yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you: when they did the set for WrestleMania 35, which was just a giant LED, I hated it. And I was like, I was like, okay, well, they already did a huge, massive set here, right? But yeah. because they let me slow down with that, now I try to not get excited. But there's a there's a thought in the back of my head that says, oh my god, they could really go all out with it being Hollywood. Yeah. The ramp should be red, like a red carpet. Like my brain is going off, but. They have also let me down with some sets. So I'm just going to yeah. wait and see what I... I mean, you know, they, they're start leaking. They're going to start leaking pictures of it probably in a week when they start building it. Oh, you know which yeah, one I really like too? The Tampa one. The pirate ship. Oh, yes. I thought that was so good. I love that one too. Uh, even yeah. last year's. Last year's was decent. It was cute. It was cute. It wasn't one of my favorites, but it was definitely like a... Like a... Like a monumental like look yeah it was cute i liked it more than the first one that they did in dallas for what yeah. is worth. i would love to see like because they're gonna be in hollywood i would love to see like this big almost like a like a the some of the background is like this big mountain and you see like the hollywood sign in the hollywood hills and it says oh my god yeah because they did the they did the universal logo for the 33 yes. remember that would be cute i like that idea and the hollywood hills in the background and you do like i don't know just i mean i and i know we're a pop culture podcast and we always switch into wrestling but i really have been loving the skits like they they used to do all the silly commercials back in the day like i love all the skits that 40 year old virgin last night had me oh, dying laughing i am having fun with how much they're owning it and i hope they keep that up like yeah. come on next year go go have some people like have a Philly cheesesteak concert, which contest, which one is the better one? Do the Rocky Stairs, like, like get into it because that gets us more hype. But Hollywood, yeah. man, the possibilities of what they could do are endless. So please just don't put a giant LED screen. It's all I'm asking for. That's well, right. I'm going to be in LA and next week. I'm not going to be here. I'm going to be traveling to LA. So we'll see who Joey gets as a co-host. Yeah. <laughs> Drum roll. <laughs> yeah. No, but, uh, you guys heard it here first. We're both going to be at WrestleMania next year. That's a given. Yeah, that's, we already we already planned it. It's driving distance from me. You'll be here. I mean, and it'll be my first WrestleMania. I can't believe you've never been to a Mania. I've been to the Royal Rumble. Uh, yeah. I was at the 2006 Royal Rumble where Rey Mysterio won. I went to SummerSlam. Uh, SummerSlam is my favorite show of the year. I went to SummerSlam. Yeah, I mean, they gave us SummerSlam uh, for like four years in a row. How can you not go to yeah, SummerSlam when it was at the Barclays for so long? <laughs> I, was the, I was at the one where uh, uh, Roman beat Brock in the main event, and then it was Ronda Rousey versus Alexa Bliss for the women's title. Yeah. Excellent. It's, it's insane because... Think about it. You just said it. Like the whole point to this was like the stadium tours. Summerslam was also in a normal venue. Not anymore. Now they're doing it in big arenas. Like uh, it's weird because we're in a recession or so they say. 
But yeah. people are still paying to go watch good shows if they know it's worth it. Yep. So, yep. you know, that there's just something to think about. It's it's the power of social media and the internet, really. It, it's it's crazy how and far FOMO. FOMO. Think about oh, it. We were absolutely. locked we were locked in for over a year. So now I yep. feel like we all have this fear of missing out or I don't know about you guys in the chat. I don't know about you, Joey, but after COVID and it just makes you realize that life can change at any second. So it's like, don't take anything for granted. Go outside, enjoy it more because it was taken away from us for over a year and we all bitched about not being able to go anywhere. So now we can't. So go outside, go for a walk, like do all these things because it was crazy how they took that away and it really changes your perspective on certain things. Sometimes I'm like super busy, but I'm like, all right, I got 20 minutes. Let's take Roman to the dog park or let's go for a walk by the beach just to enjoy some nice fresh air. Because I really do think about those days and I still like cannot believe that we went through that. Yeah, it it, it almost feels like it didn't happen. It was like, like a time walk. Like I remember the whole it, but thing- I'm like, what the whole thing felt like i was watching a movie like it felt like an outer body experience like i was watching the whole world and it was like a movie you know what i mean so i also think that the reason why people are more willing to go to these shows or do these things is because of that too like yeah a lot of people i was one of them lost their jobs or this happened and this happened but we missed out on a lot and now you just want to kind of make up for that year and few months that we were literally locked inside without really being able to interact and even at first, when we were able to interact, we people would still be frowned upon if you went out, even if you were messed up. Or I remember the very first time I did something. I think it was, and my friend talked me into it, and it was like her birthday press like thing and she was like checking people at the door temperatures we were masked up and you still feel guilty and there was like barely any restrictions but you still feel guilty to be outside like it's insane so i personally think people are going to shows and doing more things because we were robbed of a year of that yeah i have a question to ask but before i ask you before i ask you that um, it's coming back to me now. Something that happened during the pandemic. It was the first time. It, it must have been in like April or May of 2020. Mm-hmm. So everything was still really bad. And uh, I was living with my parents at the time. The three of us were living mm-hmm. in the house. And uh, we heard that there was a Dunkin' Donuts that had opened up. So I got yeah. in my car. I got in my car. And I went to Dunkin' Donuts, and this is a time when, like, you weren't allowed to be on the roads besides yep. for for specific things. Mm-hmm. I pulled up to first off. I pulled up to this this Dunkin' Donuts. I sat in a line for almost thirty minutes because it was yep. a massive amount of people there. You can't go inside; only a drive through. So, think about today: a world where everyone's waiting in line at Dunkin' Donuts because the only thing open. Yeah, I pull up to this drive through with a mask on and rubber gloves. <laughs> you, don't anything. you don't know. We didn't right. know anything was going on. And like now thinking about it, like how crazy is that? It's insane what we went through. It really is. How crazy is that? Just insane. But the question I wanted to ask you was regarding the pandemic. Um, I've heard a lot of bad stories, a lot of good stories. Did you enjoy your time during the pandemic? Like, what, what were you with family? Were you by yourself? Like, what, what did you do? Outs- I know it's outside of pop culture, but we're talking about it. I did. Um, I lost my job. So, like, my job laid us off 
immediately, right? Like for some reason, yeah. first they didn't want to shut us down. Remember, this is New York City. We were ground zero at the time. We were the worst. First, they yeah. didn't want to shut us down. And I worked for a company that um, I sold like co-working space, uh, conference rooms, like the people were yeah. things where people get together, right? The office yeah. spaces, all of my clients had already their employees working from home. So we were sitting, I remember sitting there with my staff on empty floors, but they were open, right? We were open still. So I never forget that when they finally decided, okay, you guys can handle this from home because clients call for something, whatever, you can do that from home. And they literally just waited like a couple of days before they laid all of us off and dissolved the company. Um, wow. So the beginning of the pandemic was rough for me because that was my dream job. I was, I was like in, in every aspect of the way, financially, title wise, like it was, it was like the end goal for me. Like that's why I wanted to retire with that company. Right. So I, I will say that I enjoyed it because it, it brought me to making the decisions that I made that led me to where I am today, where I'm just content creating full time. And that's not something that I used to do this as a hobby. It's just me saying, well, yeah. this is all I got. Let me see what I can do here. Um, I would take Roman on walks. You know, I, I was living with my ex at the time. It was rough um, because we were in an apartment complex, but we did luckily live in a very nice complex. We had pools, we had yeah. gyms, we had this. And as long as you weren't bringing outsiders because they weren't allowing us to bring guests, they kept things open, you know? So I was able to go to the gym. I was able to do a lot of things. We had like a theater that you could rent uh, yeah. for for like residents. So, you know, if I wanted to watch a big movie, I would go there. But if it would have not been for, if I would have been on different living conditions, I would have probably been miserable. But I had, and you know, because you live nearby, I had a nice view of the skyline. So I would go, I would try to go for walks every day. Um, but you yeah. still get yelled at sometimes. Like it was crazy. Like I'm like, I live here. Like I remember having to show a police officer at one point that I lived in the area because if you weren't a resident of that particular town, they didn't want you there. And I was like, bro, I live across the street and just getting some fresh air. Um, but it, it, it changed. It, I did enjoy it in a way that it made me make decisions that I might have not made if I would have kept living yeah. the life that I was living, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, honestly, it I had it was a bad time for everything, but like mm -hmm. I, I had I spend my time very very like I had a I had a good time. Like it sounds bad, but I I had a good time. Like I was living with my parents. We had the two dogs, and it was just you get to have that family time that you don't necessarily are able to have all the time because of work and all the other outside things. We're kind of forced to do that. So it was really cool to have like that bonding time. Yeah. But yeah. Sometimes also, I wonder, I, I wonder like, sorry to interrupt you, but sometimes I wonder if yeah. that in the back of my brain is the reason why I moved here. Once I found out that my mom was sick, I remember not yeah. being able to come see them for over a year. And then I was yeah. like, okay, no, I need to be close because my parents are all I got, you know, and I made the decision to move here because I can travel and I can see my friends up there. You know what I mean? Like it's different, but I'll never forget thinking that when I saw my mom is in, you know, going through an illness. And I remember thinking, no, what if this happens again? And then I can come home and something happens to her. Like it's crazy yeah. because I, it's the opposite of you where it's like, I couldn't bond. I couldn't even come see them. And yeah. that might have something to do as to why I'm living in Puerto Rico right now. I think it does. It, it shifted my, it shifted my priorities. So like, like, a, like a 180. like, 
you know, you always think family's going to be there, blah, 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 blah. You, we, we end up really taking that stuff for granted, the things that really do matter. And this kind of just shifted everything. Like, I spent so much time, like, I started my podcast. I started, yeah. I started being a content creator in the pandemic because I just, I was d- digging deep to find, like, what matters? What do I want out of life? Like, what do I, like, right. what is my passion? And things like that. Like, I wrote my first book. I have a book on Amazon that I wrote through the pandemic. And a lot of it, I talk, uh, it's uh, like free verse poetry. And I mentioned bonding with my family and having those experiences. Like just, I don't know. I, I used it wisely, but it, it shifted so many, like, I don't know. It's yeah. one, it's crazy. How one year in one situation like that can shift everything. Like just, it Crazy is. Stuff. My sister, uh, my sister lives in Richmond, Virginia. And I had yeah. my oldest nephew. Well, he just moved to Florida, but at that time he was stationed in Jacksonville, North Carolina. And the one thing yeah. that I would tell you that I remember doing a lot during the pandemic was renting cars because we didn't want to fly. Remember how dangerous it was and there was barely any flights. But I remember renting cars and I look forward to these big long drives just to see them because I was like, okay, I can't see my parents. So let me get closer to my sister, my nephews, any way that I can. My nephew ended up like he got deployed in the middle of the pandemic. His, his wife wow. gave birth. I drove all the way to Georgia because remember we couldn't get on plane. So I drove all the way to Georgia to meet the baby. Like I do remember like there was nothing I wasn't going to do to not see them. And that was involving yeah. five, six hour drives at a time and renting cars because we couldn't fly. And I was like, well, I'm not going to let that keep me from seeing them. It's the only family I can see right now, you know? So that <laughs> is something that I have very sad or whatever. And I'll be like, all right, I'm going to rent a car. I'll come see you. And I will return it there in Richmond. Yeah. And then she would drive me back. So we will have that time. You know, we each did a drive. We did a drive together. It was, it was, it was, not bad now that I think about it, right? <laughs> yeah. But it's crazy to think, like, doesn't it feel like it was forever ago, the, the yeah. pandemic? And it feels like it and didn't happen. Yes, that, that's what I was getting to. It just, all that stuff, like, it just feels like, what? Like, oh, yeah, yeah that was like 20 years ago. <laughs> like, crazy. Yeah. And now you're more lucky if you didn't have COVID than if you, I remember when in the beginning we're all trying to stay away. Now I feel like we've all had it at one point or another. It's it's like more rare to find somebody that hasn't had it than somebody that had it. Like it's crazy how much it has changed. Even, even I remember if you had it, like on the beginning, we didn't even know how to react to it. Now it's just like, okay, five days and you're good. We used to make these people stay away from everybody for like two weeks or more. (laughs) I remember, crazy, talking about it. I remember talking about it, how like we look at other viruses, viruses and, and whatever. Uh, if you look at the flu, like the flu was like a this massive killer when it was first, right. you know, when it first came out, when it debuted, it made its debut. And uh, <laughs> eventually it just became what we know as the flu. Like you get a, a flu yeah. shot or you take medicine or you find the cold, same thing. Like everyone was dying, different things were happening. And now it's like, ah, you, you'll be fine in a few days. I knew that was going to happen with COVID. I just didn't yeah. know how long it was going to take to get to that. Point. Yeah, because we needed like, to find a cure and it, like vaccines and everything. But yeah, it just doesn't feel the same way. But it was, it was I will say it was scary at first. It was. Yeah, I see Samantha but, in the chat just said she's never had COVID. You're one of the lucky ones. Yep. I feel like I had it a few weeks ago. 
That's the I thing gotta, now. You cough and you're automatically like, oh, I have COVID. <laughs> like, I literally feel that way now. Like, I, I cough or I feel off and I'm like, oh, God, yeah. I have COVID, don't I? And then I remember a few times where I just had like a normal cold and I will be yeah. taking all of these tests and it was like, I'm wasting $10, $15 because at first the tests were hard to find and expensive. They'll come back yeah. negative. And now it's like, do I take a test? Because I don't even know if it is. Like when I got it, I did not get a fever. And everybody's like, oh, that's the symptom. I was like, I never got a fever. Yeah. I got tired. I was stuffy. I had a, I, I, I didn't feel good. Don't get me wrong. But I never yeah. got a fever when I did get it. Yeah, I think I had I think I had it two separate times, and I had the different different versions of it. The first time, I had um, more of like the cold symptoms, like I had a stuffy nose, burning yeah. throat, and I just felt tired. The second time, I felt more of the flu symptoms. I had like a fever, I had like body aches, but I didn't have the cold stuff. So it was like, yeah, I got it all. Whatever. My issue is that. I have bad allergies and I'm asthmatic. So I'm used to not being able to breathe, right? I mean, so you got to hit me with something different for me to get worried. Otherwise, I'm just going to pop my inhaler and keep going like nothing is happening because I can't breathe normally 75% of the time anyway. You know, so my... Yeah, my mom was always like, you got to be careful. And I'm like, mom, I can't breathe all the time. So I need COVID to hit me with a fever or body aches or something because if it's just like... A little cough or or a stuffy nose. I'm gonna think it's my normal stuff every day. So I remember yeah. too, like I know we weren't doing this, but I remember the drama, like how much we used to follow the celebrities to see what they were doing, how they were exposing people, or the Kardashians yeah. taking a vacation in the middle of this pandemic. <laughs> oh my god, I'll never forget that that was the tea. People were just like following all these celebrities to just talk crap about them for like breaking all the rules or the influencers the influencers were doing too much at the time yeah i remember seeing influencers like posting videos of them like walking around new york city and people like you can't be out like what are you doing oh this is or not masked or they'll be unmasked yeah Yeah. crazy but uh Uh, crazy times i'm glad we're done with those but yeah it's always fun to go back and and think about it because the other day just hit me that it's been three years i'm like it feels like it was forever ago and it also feels like it was yesterday like i can't describe it it's such a weird time you know what will always be the weirdest part about it all to me and it might be for you too. having wrestlemania in the performance center i i can't even talk about it I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. I have only gone back to watch the Boneyard match. And that's all that I will watch from that mania. It never happened. It didn't exist. It's so sad to actually watch it. Like, if you go watch it back now. I didn't even do reactions. I didn't even do reactions. And I've been doing reactions on the internet since 2015. I didn't even do reactions. I remember night. One, yeah, night one closed with the Boneyard match. I watched it on FaceTime with my nephews. Like, we were all watching it, and I had, like, a group FaceTime going. I was in my PJs. Like, I was like, and it's so weird because to me, WrestleMania is like, it's like my Super Bowl, right? It's the biggest day of the year. I love to get dressed up, whether I'm going as media, whether I'm going as a fan. WrestleMania is it for me, right? I wake up celebrating. Not, Not that mania. Yeah, you're right about that. That's a weird memory of it. I remember the a, the few days before the event, I was I was like hoping that they would like announce it. Oh, they're doing it at Raymond James Stadium. Like, oh my god! And 
They finally said like the day or day or two before. Nope. It's that would have been so much before. more depressing, Joey. If they did it at the stadium with nobody there. Uh uh-uh. uh. Mm-hmm. I think if I'm a performer or a talent, that would have depressed me even more. If I'm at the stadium, at the stage I was supposed to perform and yeah. and and come out to nothing. But I will say I do remember WWE making the news because they were the last ones to call out WrestleMania. I remember everything else getting called down, like exactly. NBA, baseball, football, like everybody was calling everything off and WrestleMania was still standing. And I was like, there's no way they're doing this. And all I could think about was like the fans, like people travel yeah. to media. So I'm like, you people need to make a decision. People have pre-book plans, hotels, and everything. Even the WrestleMania after, which I'm so mad that I didn't go because my yeah. body wrestled, but it still felt odd because it was like a half-full stadium, but nothing yeah. like the Performance Center Mania. COVID, is, it was a weird time. And it also, I will say, something that COVID did to me that relates to pop culture completely changed my movie-going habits i love going to the movies i had an amc membership where you get like a free movie every week i I love going to the movies alone i don't do that anymore i haven't been to the movie theater after covid for movies that i just really wanted to see endgame uh i think it was endgame and the two screen movies that's all i seen in the theater since because everything came out directly on streaming we got spoiled so now i don't want to go to the theater for nothing Well, let me ask you this. Were you part of the uh, Were you part of the Thunderdome era? Were you on one of those? Yeah, teams? yeah. Where, bro- oh, oh my god. Times. Okay, listen. Uh fun fun story. I'll share it here, but everybody knows this one. But when Roman Reigns came back at SummerSlam, I was in the Thunderdome, right? So if you go watch my yeah. reaction on 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 YouTube, you'll see that I'm recording, and you can hear the Thunderdome voice like giving us instructions and all that. Yeah. But I like Mark Tao, right? It's my favorite. He's back. You know that WWE edited my reaction and put it on a video package as if I was reacting to Drew McIntyre winning? Really? Yeah. Wow, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because I, I am very notorious for talking a lot of crap about Drew McIntyre. So I was like, I wonder if they did this on purpose. <laughs> Remember when he won the title back from Randy? Remember how he lost it to Randy for like a period of two weeks and won it yeah, back like on an episode? Month. Yeah, like, yeah so when they edited and made that reaction look as as if I was reacting to Drew, but it's my Roman Reigns reaction. And it's like really funny because I'm like, you see, people make fun of me because I don't repeat my outfits, but I know exactly what I was wearing, what necklace I had on. I I, I have yeah. the actual video of that reaction. Like you can't, they, they, yeah. the WWE has used my reactions quite a few times, but that was a funny one because the Thunderdome, it was, it was, it was, it was actually pretty epic because if you think about other companies i remember baseball putting like the cardboard so i was like this is depressing yeah. at least a thunderdome oh, right it yeah. it took a little bit longer for wwe to get the thunderdome and i hated the performance center era but it made yeah. sense like they came up with a solution that if this thing is long term we're still gonna look like we're performing in front of people i liked it a lot yeah i did too i like how we've uh the last couple of weeks we've added like this like this personal aspect to the show. I'm, I'm, I'm digging that. I don't know. I like it. Me too. Me too. We keep getting deep, but you know what? That's these conversations lead to those kind of things. You know, I was yeah. watching a video, uh, earlier today and my nephew's wife sent it to me and it was about actually the Kardashians and like what <laughs> they use for their weight loss. And it's like this whole controversy. Well, actually we can talk about that here. It's like this whole controversy because they're using supposedly a medication that they use to treat diabetes. And, yeah. 
like now the manufacturers of this uh, medicine, which is a prescription medicine, and they're not the only ones. I guess Elon Musk has said he's used it, a bunch of people, yeah. and people that have actual diabetes are experiencing a shortening of it because celebrities are going wow. crazy trying to get this prescription, right? Yeah. So, and I remember how that led to this whole deep conversation with me and my and my uh, nephew's wife about like all of these things. I was like, how did we end up talking about the meaning of life from the Kardashians <laughs> using <laughs> diabetes? Like, you know, it happens. That's how you know this conversations are legitimate because you go yeah. where the I, I like that so much better than a rehearse we're going to talk about this and this and this i i don't like yeah. rehearse i like conversational things but yeah that thing is hot for our kardashian corner it's like this whole thing that when kim said he she lost remember when she said she lost the 16 pounds in two weeks to fit into Marilyn's yeah. dress so the whole rumor is that she was using this medication that literally people don't eat because it's an appetizer present and uh i have a stomach condition i get up it's not the same but i get a prescription and i don't take it joey because i would literally forget to eat like they want me to take it like three times a day i'm supposed to eat very small portions right um because my stomach doesn't process food so if it, it processes very little so if i eat a big yeah. serving it's gonna sit there and i'm gonna get sick and i'm gonna throw up right it's called gastroparesis right. we're talking about getting deep we're getting really deep today <laughs> anyway so i get a medication that is prescribed to me three times a day and I only take it once and I eat once a day. Imagine if I was taking it three times a day. I would never eat. I don't get hungry. Yeah. I don't remember to. And it's part of it because they don't want me eating too much. But the thought of people just, and you have all the money in the world to hire chefs, to hire trainers. Like it drives me crazy to know that somebody will keep that from me that I needed to function on a daily basis just because you yeah. want to lose five pounds. Like that's crazy to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I'm on a, I just started a new, like, I'm not going to say diet. I'm going to say lifestyle change. Lifestyle. You can't where, say diet. Where uh, I weighed myself. I always, I always had a problem gaining weight. Like, I was always very, like, very skinny, very, like, just I could not gain weight for the life of me. I was, like, 130 pounds until I went to college. And uh, I stepped on the scale last week or so, and I could not believe that I weighed, and this is crazy with me. I weighed 194 pounds. But that's nothing. You're tall. No, I'm 5'10". That's kind of tall. 5'10", almost 200 pounds. That to me is, I'm almost Daniel Bryan's weight. (laughs) You're taller than him probably. I I, yeah. I should be like 170, 175. So my goal, uh, I'm trying to lose 20 pounds by June 1st, by like the summertime. That's realistic. Um, okay. And I'm just changing a lot. I, I don't know if you've seen my tweets on, on, on Twitter, but I put stuff out like my, I have a big problem with eating late at night. Like because you like, can't our do job, that. That's the worst. That's the worst. Wrestling's a you know eleven o'clock, ten o'clock at night yeah. job. When you're doing things after that, you don't go to bed till twelve, one o'clock. I'm eating everything <laughs> at those times. But you need to like find some snacks that will like fool your brain to thinking you're eating like a celery stick yeah. or a carrot or exactly. a baby carrot. Like you need to just snack on certain things and uh, yeah. drink a lot of water because that will help you a lot. Yeah. What am I, but. What am I- Go ahead. Yeah. No, one of my followers on Twitter actually uh, responded to my tweet. 
And I was asking for like, what, like, what can you, any advice on what to do? And he told me that if you eat a scoop of peanut butter, like, like, like a little thing of peanut butter, um, mm-hmm. when you get like that at night, it will go away. And peanut butter is naturally healthy for you. So a little bit of peanut butter, it takes the craving away. And I've tried it twice and it's worked. Oh, that's Crazy. good to know. That's good to know. I never yeah. have peanut butter in my life. Really? Yeah, it looks gross. <laughs> I'm a visual. I'm a visual eater. If it looks weird to me, I'm not gonna eat it. I'm gonna assume I don't like it. There's so many foods I never tasted just because I assume I'm not gonna like them. It's crazy. I used to be like that, and then I don't know what happened. I just started trying things, and maybe that's why. Oh, well, there you go. That was just gonna. We figure it out, Joey. Yeah, there is. <laughs> it's crazy though, because, like, now with the social media era and like celebrities and like influencers, like being foodies or posting their foods, which half of the time they do it for a photo op and they don't even touch that food. By the way, sorry, but it's true. But it's crazy how these restaurants are making all of these crazy plates and desserts, and it's just like who can be the most extreme? And it's just like I've learned because of my condition on how very little food the human can actually survive as a matter of fact the stomach is not even a vital organ you can live without one right like so that's why they don't do stomach transplants or anything like that but it's crazy how much we eat to eat when we think we're hungry You know, obviously you're not going to function at at your full potential eating the way that I have to because of my condition, but it's just been, to me, that's been the most mind-blowing part. And like, I I, I shared this before here, like I'm a huge Survivor fan, for example, right? Like the TV show. And a lot of times people is like, oh, I could never do Survivor because like these people are eating like a couple of like spoons of rice a day and there's no way. And I'm like, actually, technically speaking, there is a way that you can survive on that. That's why Survivor is only a certain amount of days compared to like Big Brother where they're there for almost three months. Survivor is like a month long, but it's because they know there's only so long you can push the body to that limit, right? But but yeah, it's it's insane. that That's the one thing that I always, it's always been mind blowing to me. It's just how little you can actually function. And, and it really, yeah. like a lot of times because of my condition, I have to like stop and say, are you eating to eat or are you actually hungry? Are you dizzy? Do you need to, put, you know, because it's crazy. And like you go to these restaurants and you look at these menus and they make so many ridiculous things now. Like, yeah. of course, or it's gonna it's gonna be wanting to eat. Like the restaurants are not making it easy on you. I remember seeing the statistics. I'm not I'm not even gonna say what it was because I don't remember at all. I'm gonna butcher it. Um, but mm-hmm. it's paraphrasing. Uh, basically, that by by a certain year and soon, I think like by 2025, I think it was like almost every kid in America will be considered obese because of the food here. And if you look at America opposed to other countries. If you yeah. look at the type of food, not only not even not only the food, but the portions. Like if, like yeah. if you look at like some of the portions at restaurants in America, it's this huge amount of food. And I remember when I went to Paris, the food amounts were like this little thing. I'm like, I can't eat this. This is a snack. Like, <laughs> Bring me another <laughs> one. Give <laughs> me six more. But like. That's part of why I've gained I've gained some weight. Like I eat till I'm full, and 
it's it's a lot. You need to eat until you feel kind of full, and then like the, this. Another tip, since you're trying to do it, is wait 20 minutes. If you still feel like eating, then you're still hungry. But a lot of times, your body is just will keep you eating just to eat. Um, I lost a lot of weight even before my stomach condition. I had like this awakening moment like you did, but mine was I was going on a zip line in Vegas, the Fremont Street, um, street, the one in downtown. And I remember yeah. weighing in and the girl saying, oh, you're cutting it close. And that's when I realized because of my heaviest, I was like 245. And they're like yeah. their limit for that zip line is like 260. And when she said that, I, I, I came back from that trip for Vegas and I changed my entire lifestyle. Like you said, that's a big yeah. part of saying you have to change your lifestyle. Um, then I was able to maintain it for a few years. Then I got sick and now my weight, like I, at first I didn't know how to control because my illness has no cure. It's a chronic disease, but they had no cure and they didn't know how to control it. So I, re- I got all the way down to like a hundred. I think I was 105 pounds and I'm tall for, for a female. So I was like, I was a mess. And then I got, listen, I got stomach cancer. Anyways, now I'm back to keeping a healthy way that I don't have to worry about a stomach tube or feeding through a tube because I I don't want to go through that. But yeah, it's, it's insane how much you learn, like the whole wait 20 minutes, like eat. If you start to feel full, full, drink some water and wait 20 minutes and you'll see that the craving will go away. Remove the plate from your sight, obviously, and just wait and you'll see that you're going to be like, yeah, I'm not really that hungry. Where if you would have kept going, you would have probably finished it. Yeah. And I always order, also, I always order appetizers or sides. I never order full meals at restaurants. Oh, I order both. (laughs) (laughs) Do me appetizers and the meal. <laughs> I'm I'm such a cheap date, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I, and I've even seen over the last couple of weeks that I started switching my food habits. I'm feeling like like my brain is clearer. I'm thinking like I'm yeah. thinking clearer. Sleeping is better. Out? Um, I'm working out. That's another problem I have. I I'm very inconsistent with working out. I do yeah. yoga every morning. Um, uh, yoga I think I told you before. I, uh, when I interviewed DDP, we talked about yoga and he gave me the whole program for free. And ever since yeah. that, I do it every morning and it's because I have a lot of back issues. So it helps with my back and, and, and tension in my neck and different things like that. But yeah, um, I'm seeing this. Because working like, out does that for me, for my brain. I have really bad ADHD. I have OCD. Like I have everything and working out yeah. really like has helped my brain feel a little more clear. Yeah, I, I'm working up to being fully consistent with the gym but i i am doing here and there my yoga workouts at home but i'm not in yeah. the gym physically um but you know speaking of you know things changing your your brain and making maybe that's why amanda binds maybe she's not eating properly man i feel so bad i feel like her story her story has always been such a weird one too. She's another Britney case. She went through a conservatorship. Yeah. I did read that her parents are not considering putting her under another, under another conservatorship as of right now, but she's on a 5150 hold, which is when they hold you against your own will. But wow. the, the, the way TMC reported the news is she's roaming through the streets naked and she weighs down a car 
tells the car that she's going through a psychotic episode and calls 911 herself. So to me, it's like crazy that she was in, because a lot of times where you're, I don't know, but when you're going through something like that or a manic episode, like you can't even recognize what you're going through. But I feel like she's been struggling with mental health issues for so long that she's to the point that obviously she even recognizes what she's going through and asks for the help that she needed. Uh, yeah. But it could have, that could have ended up really bad. Yeah. Really bad. She was in downtown yeah. LA, roaming the streets naked. That's, That's the how they found That's the worst her. Place to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then typically, um, a fifty-one fifty hold, they will hold them for at least a, a seventy-two hour period, and then from there they'll realize that they need to hold them longer or not. And like I said, another update that I saw on her news story is that her parents are saying they're not gonna put her under another conservatorship as of right now. But we talked about Britney a lot because we all know I'm obsessed with Britney. She's another one that you can just tell she's not all there or not okay. Yeah. I do think they have given her a little more freedom than what they gave Britney. I, I still don't think Britney's fully free, to be honest with you. But no, I don't think so either. I just hope, I just hope that she's going to be okay. I mean, she's getting the help that she needs right now. But it's just a crazy situation to just think she could have ended up at the wrong thing. The wrong person could have grabbed her. Yeah. Like, it's just insane. I feel bad. Wasn't she doing better as of late, I thought? I mean, Wasn't she started she like dating somebody new. The last time <coughs> the last time I remember her being in the news, she was dating somebody new. I mean, I, I don't think she's been okay for a long time. So, yeah. you know, I remember, I remember her popping up, living in New York City with the, I don't care about piercings, but the heart tattoo on her face. Heart she, I, face. Yeah. I, I remember not even recognizing her the first time that I remember her like going in the news for being a little, you know, not all there. She was living in yeah. New York and, and I just, I, I forgot about her after a few of the movies that she did. She kind of like, kind of like disappeared. And then when she shows up looking like that, I was like, there's no way that's the same girl. She was a Disney girl, you know? <laughs> I love I love the man lines. I absolutely love her. I loved I loved uh, her movies. I I loved her acting, but I also had a huge crush on her. Huge crush on her. I was gonna say because she gives me Miley Cyrus vibes, and you love Miley Miley Cyrus. So back in the day, her. Yeah, back in the day, Amanda Bynes always gave me Miley Cyrus vibes. So I can totally see you crushing on her. You have a type. But I just like, you know, I don't want to comment on people's mental health. I think the hold is the best thing for her. Uh, I mean, it just makes me sad to know that somebody to that level is is waving cars down and asking for help and calling 911 herself and saying, hey, I'm going through a psych episode. Like, at least she's aware of it, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Because you have people, I'm perfectly okay, like, being alone and living alone. And it's just like, I try to put myself in that situation and it's like, what happens if I go crazy right now? Who's going to know I'm, I'm I'm alone, you know, but there's family members that check on me every day and this and that. So it's just, it just makes thing. you wonder. It just makes you yeah. wonder. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's a, it's a crazy situation. I, I feel really bad for her. And I also feel bad for like, like her immediate, like the people around her as well. Like to see her like, like such a, like in such a decline, you know, over, things that just happen like it's it's sad to see at least we yeah. are a lot more open about mental health issues and and, and i feel yes. like this generation is more ready to talk about it and more ready to accept it because i remember yeah. growing up 
mental health was not a thing that was in the forefront and will be talked about. You were just crazy and, and it will be used yeah. in that kind of way. And that was it. You know, at least now with, that's the one thing I always say, oh, this generation is soft or this or that, but they have made awareness for a lot of things that people needed to be aware of for a long time. So I'm just happy yeah. that people are more open about speaking about these kind of issues and getting the help that they need. Yeah, I mean, I, I suffer from anxiety and I didn't even know what anxiety was until I went to college. Like it wasn't even like a a thing. Like this Yeah. Crazy crazy stuff. Crazy. But it is. I hope she gets no, the help that, that she needs. And we'll probably get updates because this story went viral. So I'm sure we'll hear back because everybody was kind of talking about it. It popped up on my page without me. It popped up on my page this morning when, I don't know why, I always have a obsession of sending you messages at 6 a.m. with new stories. <laughs> but at You're least, you know, I'm consistent about getting up early. <laughs> but <laughs> it, it, it showed up on my timeline without before I even started searching for, for our topics for today. I was like, oh, yeah. my God. Then I read all the updates and all that. So we'll see where it goes. We'll keep you guys posted. We usually, if a story needs follow-up, we follow up with it. So, yeah. Any uh, any movies or shows you've watched in the last week? I no, know you, you sent me... I haven't yeah, watched Yeah, do you it. watch it? What the hell? You know what? I, I'm going to watch it tonight. I'm going to watch it tonight. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm cutting back down my, my, my wrestling for the week. Um, NXT is sacking the sacrifice, so. Yeah, I had to cover NXT, but no, I, I actually went back on Paramount Plus and I caught on, on the all-star seasons of the challenge. I'm a big challenge viewer, but I wasn't watching the ones that they were making for exclusively for Paramount Plus. But I started watching it, and I ended up enjoying them a lot. They're, they're more old-school vibe, like the challenge that I liked, you know, in the beginning. But that's about yeah. it. I, I didn't watch anything new this week. I feel like I overloaded last week. Remember, I came in with, like, Scream, yeah. You, this and that. So I go through weeks where I just watch a bunch of things, and then I go through weeks where I'm just not, not watching anything. I'm keeping up with the challenge. There's a new one. And I'm keeping up with Survivor, and that's 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 my weekly watch right now until probably after mania right now i'm so busy i just haven't yeah. had the time i get it i get it i uh i just started watching the first season of outer banks i never watched it everyone told me that i should get on it i started watching it it's actually it really good? good i like yeah, it. yeah i get that, a lot of people i had a lot of people telling me i need to watch that show i would not i wouldn't consider it like an adult series I would say it's okay. more of like a teeny bopper type show. Um, okay. It does have some dramatic like drama to it where it feels like you're watching a movie, an adult adult okay. movie. But um, the best I can compare it to, it's like a better version of Riverdale. If you ever watch Riverdale with Cole Sprouse. Um, it's like one of those, it's like a teeny bopper show. Like Do for, people die? Is there slashers? Is there aliens? Is there... Um. Yeah, so you know, I, you know, I like that dark stuff. <laughs> it's uh, so I'll give you the quick synopsis of what I, I'm on the tenth episode, which is the last episode. I'm going to watch it today. Okay. Tonight. Um, so the whole first season is basically about the they live on the beach, the Outer Banks. I think it's like one of the Car North Carolina or something like that. Um, and the main character's dad goes missing, and uh, the dad was like a treasure hunter, and there's like gold in the area that he never found, and he finds out what happens to his dad. I'm not going to say what happens to his dad, but basically they go through all these people that are uh, trying to murder them and different things. And it's, uh, 
Yeah, it's a. Uh, you know who the main character is? I don't know his name, um, but he's now dating Kelsey Ballerini. Oh, I know who he is. Okay. Yeah. Okay, maybe I'll uh, check it out. We'll see. Yeah, it's 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 a decent show. Um, I'm getting more and more into it as I watch it, um, but we'll see. Well, maybe like if you Rick. watch Scream, if you watch Scream this week, I'll try to watch something new so I can bring it to the table next week. There you go, Ricky <laughs> Rowe in, in that dark side of Issa. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm always watching dark stuff. I don't know why. I need. I need. No, I don't like romantic movies. They're gross. I like to watch. Do you watch TV or anything before you go to bed? Besides, no, wrestling? I watch YouTube. <laughs> What's the genre of the things you like to watch before before bed? Yeah, true crime. <laughs> See, true I, crime documentaries, that kind of stuff, or like I, I don't know. I watch a lot stuff. of random stuff. I love watching those kind of things. Uh crime investigation, law and order. Yeah. Uh, I love SVU. Um and I even want I think we talked about it before. I, there was this documentary on Netflix about the Murdoch family. That like, yeah, yeah. I watched that. I love watching those kind of things. And I ended up finding out that I get like really bad anxiety after watching those, like the adrenaline and I can't go to sleep. Not anxiety, like my adrenaline, throwing, like I want more of it. And I'm like, it gets me like, I, I, like we're in this now. Let's do this thing. And I'm like awake. I need to watch yeah, a comedy. Me. I fall right asleep. <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful why, that's, why I love you, Lisa. that's why i love you yeah they're like and he murdered her using this weapon this weapon i'm like okay great <laughs> i watched a whole murder and then went to sleep like a baby yep <laughs> no. oh my god i'm finding myself having to watch more comedy before bed so i could sleep better Maybe. Yeah. At this point, I, what, I, what I've been doing is like just putting my phone in a charger away and like not watching anything. Otherwise, I won't fall asleep. That's another problem oh, that I have, a, like you said. Yeah, a, like I'll play a stupid game or I'll start responding to something and then you just don't put it down next to you. know, it's like 4 a.m. and you're like, oh, crap, I got to be up in two hours. So I'm doing the thing where it's like the phones like stay a little bit further away and I turn around and I cuddle Roman because yeah. if Roman falls, I know it sounds silly, but if Roman falls asleep on me, I won't move to not wake him up. So my goal I'm is like, like to get the dog to fall asleep on me because then I won't move to grab the phone and then that gets me to fall asleep. Yeah. I, I have a, I have a cat that's like my child, and uh, he was trained like a dog. So he, he yeah. lays like on my chest, and once he yep. gets into a sleep, I'm like, I can't move. That's it. Yeah, he's sleeping. You can't wake them up, you know. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's like the the before bedtime stuff. It's just like I'll either find true crime or I'll purposely go through my recommended on YouTube and find something a video that I know I'm gonna get bored with, and it's gonna put me to sleep. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> this, was, uh, this was an interesting show today. We talked a lot it was. about stuff. We did. Yeah. Awesome. I love I love getting into deep conversation and mixing it up with like you know, that's another that's one thing that I I I've seen the change on this show. Like there's a lot of shows that they'll just like, oh, this is topic one, topic two, topic three, okay, bye. We like we relate it to ourselves. We get deep into conversation. We talk about yeah. different things, real life stuff that you know our chat can be going through. 
And yeah, we're becoming friends. Like we have become actual yeah. real life friends and that helps the conversation just keep going in a way that is yeah. more conversational instead of just, we're just going to tell you uh, some pop culture news. Let's, let's talk about it yeah. in depth, you know? Exactly. We're, I like to say it's like we're less of a news show and more of a, uh, like an in-depth podcast, like, like, like a, yep. like a Joe Rogan-esque I love that. I love that. Yep. Because that's why he's as successful as he is, because he doesn't just cover a topic. He really gets into it. (laughs) I was going to say impulsive, but, you know, we're not. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) So impulsive can be a good show. Depends on who his guest is and what the topic is. Some weeks is ahead. Some weeks I'm like, yeah, I'm going to skip this one. (laughs) He just had on uh, Dave Portnoy, I think, last week or so. Mm -hmm. And I haven't watched it yet. I love Dave Portman. No, I haven't seen it. That I started it, but I haven't finished it. It was good. So far, it was good. Guy's got so, no personality, Dave Portnoy. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yeah. I love him. Yeah, so uh, I think that's uh, I think that's it for today's show. We've been – it's 4.30. That's, that's – Yeah, our, that's shows are, our shows are now an hour and a half, basically. Yeah. I'm okay. <laughs> it, it Me too. Me too. I look forward to this every Tuesday. It's my disconnect yeah. from the rest of the world. Yeah, we're switching slowly from being a matinee to a later in the day. <laughs> <laughs> we are, I don't know, we're not brunch. I don't know what we are, but we're here in the afternoons for as long as we can. We just keep going. You know when you go to brunch and you have a few a few too many mimosas? The mimosas, and you just stay there for another two hours? That's us. You oh go my to the god! We should bring brunch. we should bring mimosas next show. Yeah, <laughs> we'll do brunch live. It's the mukbang. Yeah, it's a, oh god! Don't even get me started on that. <laughs> no, but it's always a blast. It's always a blast. And thanks to everybody in the chat popping in and interacting with us. We appreciate you guys. Absolutely, uh, Isa. Always a pleasure to talk to you. I can sit here and talk for five hours with you. That is same. You talk. I love it. I enjoy Thank it. Thank you. You are too, Joey. I love you. Uh, for everybody listening and watching, you're engaging with us in the chat. I saw a lot of people in the chat today. Uh, don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already to the Know Your News uh, channel. But also, we are both uh, content creators outside of the show too. You can follow uh, Isa NYC Demon Diva uh, and me at here. You have one of my accounts uh, at Joey Carney, but I'm. Usually on, at he has multiple rate. personalities in, on Twitter. I don't even know which one to use. I just grab, I just type in Joey, and whatever pops up first, that's the yeah. one that I tag. <laughs> you know, I, I have such a hard time with that because sometimes I'll tweet wrestling stuff, and it's on my other account, and I'm like, whoops, yeah. gotta delete that and put it on the other. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm slowly becoming solely on the Angle Radio uh, Twitter. That's I, that's where I always see you interact. So yeah, yeah. Sometimes a little too much there. But. <laughs> Twitter, man. That's a, that's a, we could spend a whole freaking hour talking about Twitter. Twitter is something. It's such a cesspool, but at the same time, it's a cool place because I yeah. met so many cool people through it. So I have a love hate relationship with it. <laughs> I say this: if it wasn't for wrestling, I would not be on Twitter. <laughs> Ooh, I will still be on Twitter. I like Twitter. It's- I would be on the least amount of social media as possible. I'd probably be on like Instagram. Instagram like has it. changed so much though. Like it's pretty yeah. much a mini TikTok now. It annoys me. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm sure we could do, like you said, we could have another two hour conversation on social media. But uh, yep, yeah, and uh, I, I always, I always forget the super chats. It no, is. I, t- I wait. I, I actually put it in the chat today. It is actually kyn chat, which is for knowyournewschat.com. That people can go in there and leave us a super chat when we're not on the air, or you can leave it here in the chat. But again, uh, like. A sharing, a subscribe, or following us on our social media it is also greatly appreciated. The super chats do help, but you yeah. can also do all of those things to help us. Yes, and if you if you really do enjoy uh, the conversations that Isa and I have, I mean, get involved with us. Your super chats uh, kind of can persuade the where the conversation goes. So get involved with us, get those super chats in, and uh, hopefully next week we have some, and, and we'll. Uh, Really engage with the with the chat. Hell yeah! I forgot Hell I am yeah. here next week. It's the week after that that I am not here. Yeah, I thought next weekend was WrestleMania. I'm like, no, it's the week after. So no, yeah, no, I'm traveling. I live on the Wednesday. It's it's when I, I come back from LA on a Tuesday, so I'll be traveling all day that day. So that's why I can't do. But I'm still here on Tuesday, so I'll be here next week. I'm not leaving you on your own. Look at you going to LA, doing all LA things. WrestleMania. I gotta go shopping. Yeah, it's gonna be a blast. If I if I see if I witness any pop culture tea, at least I'll come with like on site reporting. Oh yeah, that I mean you got to. Kardashian <laughs> <laughs> in the street. Exactly. Just, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, not Malibu, but you know, close enough. <laughs> close but, enough. All right, Isa. Uh, again, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure with the chat, and uh, we will see you next week. Bye, guys. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Click the subscribe button and find out what it means to me. Nah, that doesn't have a ring to it. But if you like videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, subscribe now.